millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, dude. Yeah. Hey, you know what the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi password is? I like how I say Wi-Fi. What? What's the like, Wi-Fi? What's, it's like what's yours? Boats or oh, you mean um, my password is uh, my password is uh, Brady for life. Oh, mine suck my dick. <laughs> Up top. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> okay, it can't get it can't get homoerotic. <laughs> That's not the point of this. You can't even play straight. You you made me abandon the bit. <laughs> I'm all for yes anding, but it can't always go into homoeroticism. <laughs> I bet you could never do an improv scene with a straight guy because it would always go into like homoeroticism. I, no, it's, that's not true. They did not pull me aside and talk to me at Improv Olympic <laughs> for that. I don't know what you mean. There, there are times when we're not going to go into that. Fine. This is Below Deck, Season 10, Episode 15. The stud sails again. Uh... The, the, <laughs> They did continue to say, before you completely derailed, I worked in IT for years before getting into mortgage biz. And I'm thinking, this conversation has been replayed in every terrible bar. I, I, yeah. I cannot even imagine. Y'all, can you imagine anything more boring <laughs> than the things. string of words they just said? I have heard these conversations of straight guys when we were on tour that were traveling and we were staying in hotels. Like when we go down to the hotel bar to eat or whatever. Who's your crypto guy? Yeah, that's what we hear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could just record them and play them as just like ambient sound. That's this is my challenge. And I think we live in LA. I mean, not just LA. I know in other, y'all, straight men, the three of you that listen, don't be a boring straight man. <laughs> don't and I don't think they are because they're listening to our show. Yeah, they're I don't not. Think those type of guys would be so. Y'all are the good ones. <laughs> you are the good ones. Our straight sissies are the good ones. They are. They are. It's like that. Um, 
Someone's a lot of people sent it to me. I don't know if you you, you saw it, but the Saturday Night Live sketch of your straight friend. That yeah, I yeah, saw that. where really the funny. gay guys having straight friends because women are too much work. I couldn't and, relate at all. Uh, I just tell those women, I'm like, look, you got to find somewhere else to use this. I'm tired. Um, Who but, is the straight guy in there? Is he a football player, MMA, yeah, or somebody like something? That? Yeah. Again, we know nothing. He was hot. He was hot. His brother plays for another team. The gay one? sexually. Oh. (laughs) Boy, I really do go there every time. I have a problem. Yeah. And most of the time I'm ready to go with it, but maybe not every time. Yeah, uh uh-huh. You must have gotten fucked last night. Maybe. Um, So, y'all, this season, Captain Lee's back. But wait, wait, before we jump in, you had a I was going to say, yeah. something's been on my heart. Something's been, been on my heart. Okay, you've got is, five minutes. You told me five minutes. I don't know if you know, for those of you who've had their head buried in the sand, um, there's been a little skirmish <laughs> when it comes to Vanderpump rules. And I mentioned this the other day, and Maddie looked at me like I was a piece of lobster in Oklahoma. Um, it was oh, an no, unfamiliar I, no, thing. We, no, look, Fireside has great lobster. <laughs> I'm sure. Definitely not frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you were you were confused. You know, literally nothing about. You heard I wasn't confused. Rules. I'm not confused because I don't know anything about it. So I'm right. not confused at all. I'm just uh, left. Uh, you're out of the loop. Out of the loop. Very okay. So right now. I'm like going you said, to there's explain. this guy, you said you know him from Vanderpump. And I looked him up and I was like, no, I don't know him. So I am a ride carry. I don't know any of these hers. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to start saying this. I don't know any of these hers. <laughs> so basically all you need to know. So this is, if you don't know anything, I'm going to have also, I'm going to tell you about it in a really, really quick way. Okay. And, um, and I'm going to leave out a lot of details. So don't come screaming at me. I'm just. This is bare minimum. And then I'm going to tell you a way to tell your husband or your friends who don't watch Bravo or your boss who's confused about this, and they'll understand it. Um, It's a very mainstream analogy. Don't really understand why someone needs to tell their boss about this, but sure. Oh, you would be – because you're constantly reading about it, and your boss goes, is this really worth your time? And then you explain it to your boss. They're like, oh, my God, that's riveting. So (sighs) – Here's the thing. Here's all you need to know. Tom Sandoval and uh, Ari Animatics are Maddox. I, I don't know how she pronounces it. Um, uh, they are a couple on Vanderpump Rules, or were, and they were both bartenders for a long time. The show's been on for like ten seasons. Tom Sandoval's a douche, and we've all we've known this. He's he's cheated a little bit, but Ariana and Tom were kind of the couple that has stayed together. They had a house together. They, uh, basically everyone in the cast fucked everybody else. They were kind of the least drama couple. I love, they, this is already ridiculous that they're quote bartenders and they own a house together in Los Angeles. <laughs> I'm already can't believe it's, this. Sir. It, it's so, uh, anyway, uh, basically it came out. Ariana was watching him perform because of course, Tom Sandoval is a singer, um, mm-hmm. with his own band. And she saw on his phone a bunch of messages, and she was either either looking at it or check, checking it for him. And some were from Raquel, who was a coworker of hers, who she's known for a while, who's also been a cast member on Vanderpump Rules. 
and it was basically Raquel sexy. Levi's? Levis. Levis, okay. Levi's. I don't know. In name. what world is that pronounced that way? <laughs> well, I thought she was part of the Levi family. I didn't know. Maybe they like were Levi family, but then something happened but there's and then two they S's. moved away. There's well, maybe two they S's. added the other S. I don't know. Okay, this is why this is going to be more than five minutes. So she sees sexy messages on uh, Tom's phone from Raquel, her coworker and quasi friend, although it's hard for Raquel to be friends with any woman. Uh, so <laughs> she obviously freaks out. Later on, it's revealed that they've been having an affair that's going on for months. And they wear these matching, both of them were wearing these matching lightning bolt things as a symbol to show each other. There was like secret symbols that they were to, to one another. They also were putting on disguises to go out and have dates. Um, and also, so it's just been revealed that our, that he slept with Raquel in their bed. Oh, and wow. so... How I can... He's how, not getting you good at it. No. Never again. So he's moved out. It, most of the Vanderpump rules have sh- sided with her who have spoke, spoke Team Ariana. Is this happening like on that. Vanderpump rules, the show right the now? The filming is happening. <laughs> so they're filming right now? Yeah. Okay. I think cameras... I think when it happened, the cameras like ran over. <laughs> Probably. So, And I got to say, I mentioned this before... I feel like the Cato Kalen of all of this because I sat beside Ariana at the crappies and uh, she and I had a moment where I held her drink. Um, <laughs> anyway, I was, I, was, I was right there before it blew up. So I'm available for interviews if anyone needs. And if I need- that was the whole reason, not to educate people. It was just to promote yourself. I'm available for interviews about what I saw the night of the crappies. I, I and can't if get Ariana, to it's sad. <laughs> so the next thing I'm going to tell you, so here's how you can tell your husband or your other straight men, maybe they'll understand this. Your priest. Uh, imagine, if you will, when Brad Pitt and Jen Aniston were together, mm-hmm. and imagine to about it, and imagine if they had been making movies in a kind of a brat pack way together, and they became somewhat successful. Um, and there was also Angelina Jolie, and she was in their brat pack, and she might not have been friends with Aniston, but they were cordial, you know. And then Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were found to have an affair in front of Jen Aniston's nose. That's kind of how big it is. That's why it rocked the world. And they'd been, and Angelina and, and Aniston and Brad had been, let's say their relationship was 10 years old. Well, this, uh, does this, that bring clarity? Yeah, this girl, she's going to. She, this is the best thing that's ever going to happen for her career. For Ariana. Yes, not that Levi's girl. She's Levis. fucked. Yeah, Raquel Levis. is fucked, y'all. Because <laughs> normally I don't get mad at the person that's the other woman or the other man because they don't know. But this bitch knew. So so now now you can now you can talk when 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 people at your office or your friends are talking about it, you can think, oh, Aniston, Pitt. 
Jolie, now it makes a little sense. All right. Okay. No, I don't so like you bringing up that. It makes me that's, upset. That's how, that was big. That was big, big news when that oh, happened. Yeah. So that Thanks, is your Vanderpump Rules expose. Of, Thank you. That's that you how made, we feel about it. That made you, that you made about you so you could try <laughs> to get interviews. I don't know why. I can't get you to fill out a Big Brother application, but yet you can do that. I, I am available to to talk about my feelings of how I thought Ariana was that evening in the three sentences we shared with one another. <laughs> we need to move on. All right, y'all. I feel better than a dog having his belly rubbed. <laughs> He's back. He's back, America. Now, look, we've, I don't know if we've talked about it on this episode yet. We t we've done so many fucking shows since last week. But we think there's not going to be a below deck reunion. So it's almost which, certain. Which we were going to have Leon uh, Castillo on it for the reunion. So we'll have to have him on earlier. Um, but um, maybe just the finale. Yeah. Um, also, Kimberly from Date with Dateline. She loves this show. She's like, if you ever need someone to talk about below deck. Oh, that's really uh, good to know. Because she did. She and I, we uh, filled in for Mary Payne on her Patreon this week uh, of Toast. So be sure to listen to that. So um, everybody's watching below deck. But. It's um they're not gonna have a reunion. And you talked about how there is and and actually kind of, you know, I don't know if you're following you, but Kimberly, she started to talk about it. But if we ever wanted someone that she said, I've read every tweet, every tweet, every Reddit, she knows all the drama that's kind of been happening of the back and forth between Captain Sandy and Captain Lee on social media. Ooh, I I steer clear of a lot of it, but so do I. Mostly it's Captain Lee tweeting and Captain Sandy uh kind of saying shady shit in interviews. Poodle like, had the theory that they don't want the captains coming for each other on the reunion. Yeah. And I think that's what it is too. I think that, and they, they basically said there are schedule problems. And it also means that, uh, Alyssa's said that she's not coming. Um, or she said, she said she's not going because they said the interview was the, the, the reunion wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think she would come. Uh, we know Rachel's not going because she's, as she says, she's getting her snatch waxed that evening or that day. Mm -hmm. Um, I fully believe she is. I, I believe I she is to believe that. I, she no, she is going to Instagram live her getting her her snatch waxed. <laughs> uh, and I believe um, was there someone else who said they weren't going to be there? Um, but those two already aren't going to be there. I think Camille would be there if she had to crawl through glass. Oh, through glass. <laughs> Burning glass. She'll yeah. do whatever she can do to get so she can become an influencer and not have to work a real job. Yes. In a way, I kind of respect it. I respect it, but she doesn't really – I mean, she can sing, but she's just – Really. No, she's just one of those reality people who just like cycle through, cycle through, cycle yep. through until they're shat out the bottom of the porn industry. She'll, yep, she'll be on some <laughs> Netflix dating show or something like a Bravo dating I show. I hope so because she's very, very entertaining. No, she's very especially entertaining. Especially when she doesn't have to work. Yes. yes. She'd be great on Perfect Match. She would. So, <laughs> all right. So let's jump in. My first teabag is... So Ben is sleeping in the nude. Let's talk about this. That's my first one. The Also, the other thing I want to bring up is, he says, we both have pictures of each other nude on our phones. Where are the Ben nudes, y'all? If he sent it to one girl, he sent it to a lot of girls. 
I need Ben nudes. Y'all like y'all out there who just survey the internet and nudes. I'm putting out a 411 or a APB, a gay PB. I need Ben's nudes. I'm going to tell you this. I think Ben out of anybody in this cast would uh, do an OnlyFans. Me too. He loves his body. He loves he showing does. it off. He loves he loves being sexy. He was all on the beach. And he loves putting his dong in Tony's face. <laughs> Poor Tony. I don't understand. T- Why can't he get in the bed and then take off his underwear? Why does he have to get nude before he climbs up on the top bunk? Because he enjoys the jangling that happens. Jingle, jingle, jangle. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I love Allegedly. a good jangle. Like Jingle Jangle from Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. Remember when they came up with the drug and called yeah. it Jingle Jangle? <laughs> I, that show is ending. It is. And I told Poodle, it's like, we might have to like, either as a bi-curious. No. I, I, no, I, I think we might have to do an episode or two. <clears throat> No. I want to do that. We're going to do the finale. I'm already deciding that. No. Nope. It's too late. We're going to do the finale. We'll watch it and we'll cover it and then at least say goodbye. Some of our OG sissies would like that. Maybe we can get the Swimming in Sweetwater Girls to do it. That's a good idea. I want to follow up on your teabag with is it going to be uh, Ben Ann or Bamil? (laughs) I enjoy (laughs) that. That's what I'm calling their couple names. Ben Ann? Or Bamil. Bamil. So the thing here, will they or won't they, with Leanne and Ben, is they obviously flirt the whole episode. He even, like, adjusts her collar at the end. Y'all, that is uh, the signal that you're going to fuck. Here's the deal. Poodle knows this game because this is how blatant <laughs> Poodle flirts, y'all. I've seen it. I'm not interested. I'm dating someone else. He can't, y'all. I I can be flirty too, so I'm not saying I'm the most pious. I, I am a flirt, here, but I'm a flirt. You flirt, but, and it's so clumsy. It's I, I can't be watch. a clumsy flirt. I get Poodle though is very obvious. It's not clumsy. He can't help himself from flirting. <laughs> He, he like it. It's, it's like rarely breathe. physical, but like it's very verbal. It's how it's like that song. It's how like can breathing. I breathe with no air? That tor- terrible, terrible song. He has to breathe with no air. Jordan Sparks. I don't like that song. I like her, but I don't like that song. Yeah, it's got Chris Brown. So fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a name I'd never like to hear again. Oh, go away. Go away. Uh, so he, he's he been talking about, Ben was talking about the awkwardness of being around Leanne. And he mentions that it's like, it's gonna, I'm going to have to talk to them about each other. And I can see Leanne. He talks to Leanne about him. He's like, so there was another Sue. There's two Sues. Leanne already knows this because she found out from Haley that yeah. he, because Haley's like, yes, he had a thing with another Sue who left off the beach, who left already. Haley spills it all. <laughs> God She's, bless her. You know why? She's more than happy to make drama. Thank God, y'all, because we're going to need everything we get now, everything we can have now that Sandy's gone. Because the boat is getting along, and that makes for a boring episode. Agree. So <laughs> Haley's doing her best to throw a little drama in here. Now, we've been, 
Ben told her about Camille. Imagine what happens when Ben tells Camille that a girl he sent nudes to, even though Camille is not really, you don't feel that she's really into him. She's going to burn with the heat of a thousand suns. Thousand suns. And probably fight Leanne if she can. <laughs> I'm really bummed they're not having a reunion because I think this reunion would have been probably one of the best below deck reunions Agreed. we've had in a long time. It would have Agreed. been explosive on all fronts because there's been so many uh, combative relationships. Um, let's just go ahead since we talked about Ben and Leanne. Let's just because there's some other things that happened later on. We can just talk about all of that. So they later talk about like she asked him, like, have you hooked up with somebody before? And he's like, well, yeah. And he he explains it like hooking up where Katie is like Katie says. Um, he's basically obsessed with Camille. Has been fawning all over her. Like he needs to be up front with her. And I wanted to ask you. I does enjoy he... her. I enjoy her so much more. I, I like Katie. Yeah. You know, Katie remind. She reminds me of Pam Boyette, who was my manager when I worked at the Gap at Vista Ridge Mall in Louisville. <laughs> it's now called like Music Center Mall or something. But you know a Pam Boyette too. What I mean is, like when Katie gets older, she's gonna cut her hair short, and she's gonna be kind of like a. a like a Sandy Duncan type, but without the glass eye. But she's going to be a very no-nonsense woman who gets shit done. Do you know what I, I mean? I love those women. The yeah. world is the world only turns because of those women. You know what I'm talking about, though. You yeah. have those women yeah. in your life. Yeah. They don't. They're. They're. It's not that they're. It's not that they're mean, but they can be. They can be. They're just business, but very, they, very kind. They're kind, but they're going to be blunt. A blunt who is, is a that spoon. for you? When you were a child, um, I know you know one. She uh, either ran church, organized, or ran school stuff. Everybody has one, or you're one of your bosses. You know what? I think that was. I think that was someone named Marty, a woman named that's, Marty. That's who a I worked, great name for a woman who's no who nonsense. I worked with at uh, at a golf course in Michigan. Y'all just spit water all over my face. And I and I worked in food Is service. Is Marty a lesbian? No. Oh she wait, she loved wasn't a, men. She wasn't a golfer. She worked. No, in she the worked food. in food service, food and beverage. Oh. She was my kind of manager. Very kind of. She she lived a life. She'd tell these stories, but she would say things like, "I'm like, I need to get off because I need to blah blah blah." She's like, "No, you're not. You're coming into work." <laughs> Because I already, I already, I already, I already had this off for my daughter's birthday, and I can't miss my daughter's birthday. So you're going to have to work because you've been here the least amount of time. I'm that like, is okay. Katie. <laughs> and then she'd be really fine the rest of the time, and then she would come in and say, you know, sometimes you got to flirt with these older men. That's the only way to make money. <laughs> wow, Marty taught you well. And then I was, I was the first beverage cart person who was not female at that club. <laughs> I didn't necessarily get a lot of money. <laughs> I didn't necessarily. I was the first cart girl with a penis. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? I made. <laughs> I made. I made a lot of money with out of tips. God, from, you're so gay. From kind of sweet talking them and knowing what they had, and I think I think if you squinted a little bit, you might think I was a girl. <laughs> Some people probably thought you were a lesbian. Hell. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. So yeah, I was the first. I was the first beverage cart boy. Boy, wow! That didn't expect that. I was story. a barrier breaker. Um. Wow. Um. Wow. Um. So, but here's my question with Katie: when she brings up, 
Is it Ben's responsibility to tell him how involved he was with Camille? Absolutely not. I don't this think it is, is either. Mance. That's this what I think. This is a boat mance. This, fuck this. Katie really does see things in black and white. And uh, this is she's the same one who thinks her relationship with Ross is something more. It's and not. he clearly says, I really enjoy having sex with her. She's, I'm, I'm really happy yeah. when I'm having sex with her. There must be something there that wasn't there. No, there's not. No, it, it is kind of there is a sadness that comes over me when Katie talks about Ross because <laughs> she has no idea. She is just yet another notch on his very deformed <laughs> penis that is notched with a thousand STDs. It looks like Gandalf's cane at this point. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yes. And the mat, but the magic is gone. And he can remember none of their names. None of their names. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, Lord. Let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away 
by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Anyone who thinks that having a steel drummer you think you might be fun and they're right there. It's so loud. <laughs> it's so loud. I thought that too. I was like, he needs to be somewhere else. Like no one's going to talk. <laughs> no, it's so loud. I'm convinced that the sound y'all, they could only use a little bit. And the rest of it was probably like piped in steel drum. Yeah. Because it's so, I guarantee you they were screaming, Hey, do you <laughs> like the hell of it? It's so loud. It's um, and I, so I think that was a miscalculation. I, I, I'm glad that you, you picked up on that too. Yeah. You always, something, something seemed like a good idea at the time until you, until you actually experience them. <laughs> You're like, can we tell them to be quiet? Yeah. Um, it's like when you have carolers at your house, like I was a caroler and you book us for the hour and you think that we're just going to kind of, but there's only about 10 people at this party. <laughs> just gets awkward after a while. And the party is just 10 people staring at you <laughs> in yeah. Dickens outfits. And after you've been there for 20 minutes and everyone just wants to go in the kitchen and eat. And <laughs> so you start saying, anyone else any favorites? Silence. And there's, there's a child who's just like playing with himself. <laughs> wow. Okay. I from experience. But I just want to say, think about this. If you're getting entertainment and it's not a huge party, 30 minutes tops, and you probably, it probably won't go as well as you thought it would. No. <laughs> no. So um, by the, yeah. by the, in the same breath, you're having a meal, not with a wine pairing, but a cocktail pairing. And 
You want boozy beach type of cocktails like you get in Hawaii, and those are all strong as fuck. This is this is misguided, and it just shows you what kind of people these people are. And this guy, Angel, is an asshole. Well, as Fraser says, Angel, a.k.a. AKA Satan. Satan. Satan, Satan, Satan. I'm, I, I kind of, I was a little triggered when I saw him because that guy is, if you worked food service, especially in, in like golf courses or any type of high end, that, y'all, that guy's always around and he's always going to be abusive to the staff. None of his friends like him. He just kind of has to be there because they all kind of forget that he's an asshole until he reveals himself. And he's always drunk. He's a boor. He's absolutely he's, awful. I think he probably has one of the, he's also one of their friends with actual money. I think you might be right, but he's absolutely terrible. And can I, we, I, this is kind of a segue into mine, but it goes with what you're saying. Can we just talk about these people charter period? First of all, what quaalude is that blonde woman on feeling their tits at dinner? What the I, fuck? Like, I thought, is this some human trafficking shit? What is happening? It, it felt like she was in an American apparel ad. <laughs> <laughs> she was very sad. Just, and like, she had, she'd missed a couple meals, but they were telling, they were still taking pictures of her. And she's like, look pretty, but look sad. And she's just like, at one point just goes up and just kind of rubs her tits. It did feel trafficy. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it felt like she wasn't. And then we also don't know, like, the main guy, the main guy He's is staying, staying with his sister-in-law. Sister-in-law, but his wife is home with the babies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think this turned into some type of crazy swingers thing, too, but they didn't invite Angel because he just passes out. What the fuck? It was, and did you see Fraser really just being a gossip? He's like, so what's the deal here? <laughs> oh yes, she this she's thing. like sir, she's like sir hiss. She slid it in. Well, sire, what's going what's going on today, sire? Yeah, it's, you need a t-shirt of sir hiss. <laughs> now that's a barrier breaker. <laughs> You Very should go with Sir Hiss for Halloween. You can put that little <laughs> neck thing, a little thing around your neck and that floppy hat. Just Paint yourself like a, green. And the body could be like a coiled up snake. Yeah. Style. Um, I felt sane when I saw him. Uh, I My next tea bag, and this is more of a, just an observation. I'm so proud of Fraser and how far he's come. Just and he he gets a little butthurt over Leanne and kind of doing uh, making a choice for him, but I think that was a minor drama. Um, but I think he's handling things in such a he's learning to delegate, and yes. he is he's handling things in a way that this doesn't depend. My worth isn't dependent on me as a chief stew. Now I've got this, and. He is until he realizes Leanne's a chief stew and he True. And he's like, still, he's still he's like insecure. Going, yeah. He's like the beach picnic's going terribly. I know it's going horribly. And he keep cutting to them having just the fucking time of their life in a sack race. <laughs> but Where did as, they get these games? Well, as Tony says, he's like, they're probably doing fine. Cause they're all drunk as fuck. I are, are sack races normally done with adults. 
This feels like a sex thing. <laughs> I still think three-legged races are vaguely sexual. Because you have to be beside the person. You're putting their arm on them. Okay, who did you do a three-legged race with? What was his name? I think it was in middle school. Yeah, yeah. there we are. It's vaguely sexual, y'all. You have it, to use I, one leg. It kind of feels like an appendage. I didn't have that. But well, I don't but I've never done a three-legged race with anyone. Well, you know what? You're deprived. You never did like field day with games? Well, we did land run day uh, in Oklahoma where we had like where some people were settlers and other you people were You made a game native. out of colonization. Yeah, they don't do land <laughs> run it. day anymore. I they don't it. do that anymore. So, but um But there was no. never a field day like egg toss or three-legged we did race. A, we did an egg toss. Yeah, that was a field day. Egg toss, other games, but we didn't do a three-legged race. Maybe they thought it was too sexual. Maybe. I don't remember doing it. Maybe I did it. And I blocked it out. I'm sure I did it with a girl. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh. I don't think any boy would want to do it with me. It was like the games. I, I guess what else can you do with douchebags? Um, they don't care. They want to play cornhole. And those those women, blonde girl was just high as a fuck, just standing on the beach. She was trying, texting her pimp. <laughs> it was, it was something, disturbing. Something's was, happening with this. Yeah, it does not add up. It was disturbing. Svetlana, y'all. Yeah, she did look like a Svetlana. Um, uh, what's, what's your next one? I just said about Fraser. Bananas. Can't go on a boat. I I was unclear about this whole thing. Yeah, maritime sissies, come at us. I want to know the history of this because that means like you can't even like they can't have oatmeal with bananas, like no bananas at all on a boat. What about banana drinks? What about banana liqueur? Like a pina colada, like a or real a banana pina. dessert. Yes, ring 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 it- ring 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 banana. Oh, I hate you. Ring dong ding dong ding dong ding banana, banana phone. phone. Not your brother or sister or banana phone. My cellular banana phone. If you don't have children, uh, that's a song by Raffi, and I don't know why it got in my head, but it's been in my head for about the last fifteen years on it, repeat. It was really bad for like a whole month. You just sang it around our house. It was really bad. Now I'm never gonna get out of it again. <laughs> I'm going to drive a knife into your forehead. You're going to be in Vegas just thinking of ring, banana ring, phone. Ring, 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 <laughs> ring. Banana phone. It's better than the 1-800-CARS for kids, though. It's, it's actually, banana phone's a, it's actually a good song. <laughs> it is. It's clever. It's Bananular phone. That's a great lyric. I've got to say it's better than a lot of the children's songs that we hear today. It's better than Baby Shark. Fuck uh-uh. you, Baby Shark. That song's terrible, and we don't have time for this. <laughs> We've got Fuck to go to Vegas. You. Fuck you and your ass. <sighs> it's, it's, it's a terrible song. <laughs> Fuck you and your shark ass. So uh, uh, Wow. That got I, really descriptive. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't necessarily I don't uh, have much more. It wasn't it wasn't a super um I mean we see Ben is texting Camille right while he's by Leanne and we see next on next week's episode they're going out and they're they're dancing together. So y'all now this is what I if if Captain. it wasn't it wasn't on TV, Ben would fuck Leanna. He would have fucked her already. I agree. 
I feel like Camille's texts are like a device, are like these devices that like in the Strindberg play, Miss Julie, of like showing the father's portrait. <laughs> yes. It's like Chekhov's gun. They're they're just almost like literary devices to it. I love them every time they're there. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. It's uh the only thing I also have to say is this last kiss of death when Captain Lee is talking to Rachel. Well, this crew, everybody gets along. And I went, this is the kiss of death. Don't say it. Guess credit goes to Sandy. No! And y'all, Sandy has gotten a good edit again. She's done it again. She's done it again. Um, uh, And he's like, it's like usually this crew, the very end the end of the line of the season you've got your dick in the dirt <laughs> i enjoyed that i don't know where that comes from i guess you're I so either. low your dick is in the dirt i guess um i'm and i then at the same time i was seeing captain lee and rachel and i'm thinking god it's a shame we'll never see you on bravo again yeah because you're you're fun you're good yeah, tv there's that bit where you said it puts the lotion in the basket or it gets the hose again I'd fuck me. <laughs> and Tyler's like, this is so weird. I don't like in a, like a gen, another like Gen Z person is like, you're so funny. I don't know where half your stuff comes from. Gen Z people, if you're listening, you're not probably. If we say something you don't understand, just go with it because it makes us feel very obsolete when you say, I don't know where that's from. Just go with it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I think it triggers you more. It triggers a lot of people our age. But you're also the same person. They called you old on Reddit and you slammed your computer and threw it across the room. No, they didn't call me old. They asked me, how old are you? It's <laughs> no, very different. That's calling you old, though. That's what you heard. <laughs> I did hear that. All right, y'all. I was asking about, I basically said, how are you, fellow kids? To when I was first on Reddit, and then I scrapped that account and made another one. So, and now we have a social media person who does it for us, so I don't have to have that stress in my life. No, exactly. Which we will be seeing in Vegas, which we're going to go to today. And so, we, uh, y'all, be sure to check our Instagram and our TikTok because you know Caitlin's going to be making us pump out content of us in Vegas. So, be sure to subscribe to Reality Gaze Podcast on Instagram or Reality Gaze on the TikTok. We're going to be performing like dancing monkeys for you. That's what oh, we're going to do. Caitlin already said, get ready. I'm going to be filming y'all. She's very excited. Oh, I'm going to have to be camera ready. I need to take my makeup. <sighs> yeah. All right, everybody. <laughs> the That's... casino, smoke, smoky casinos aren't good for my face. Oh, no. All right, everybody. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week. But until then, remember, it's always Anchors Again. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 